As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Derek, founder of the Heroes Podcast Network and previous host of this podcast, Gamer Heroes. I'm here today to provide my thoughts on the soon-to-be-released SteamWorld Quest game from Image Inform Games. You can find the written review, along with images and videos, at heroespodcasts.com. Let's begin. SteamWorld Quest Hand of Gilgamesh is the fifth game in the SteamWorld universe, starting back with 2010's SteamWorld Tower Defense for 3DS. Since then, we've seen two digging platformers, in the form of SteamWorld Dig in 2013 and SteamWorld Dig 2 in 2017, as well as a turn-based RPG in SteamWorld Heist in 2015. You can visit the article directly to find hyperlinks to those reviews and thoughts. With that said, SteamWorld Quest is an almost completely different beast. My review here will be primarily spoiler-free, but I will note some points and share some images and videos from the first four chapters of the game. SteamWorld Quest is an RPG. That much can be sure. Per Image Inform Games press release, quote, SteamWorld Quest is the role-playing card game you've been waiting for. Lead a party of aspiring heroes through a beautiful, hand-drawn world and intense battles using only your wits and a handful of cards. Take on whatever threat comes your way by crafting your own deck, choosing from over 100 unique punch cards. What awaits you is a luscious treasure chest filled with gold, dragons, vivid worlds, magic, knights in shining armor, as well as XP, turn-based battles, and all that good RPG stuff. The game's humorous mix of traditional fantasy and steampunk robots makes for an unforgettable experience with lots of laughs. Alright, so let's shake some of this out. The game is a straight-up fantasy RPG with a steampunk style. The steampunk style is in line with the previous SteamWorld games, and has come to be one of my favorite video game aesthetics as of late. The animation is lively, bright, unique, and a joy to view. Our three main characters, Armelie, Copernica, and Gallio, 
each fill a relatively standard RPG role. Armalee is our hero, though. She is cliché, but in a tongue-in-cheek nature, which is the image-in-form way. In fact, the whole game is very self-aware of RPG cliché, and that's just fine with me. Armalee is essentially our fighter warrior. She has a sword and can increase her strength in battle. Copernica, on the other hand, is our magic bearer. She can cast spells of ice, fire, shielding, and more. Finally, Galio is our tank, but reminds me a bit of Overwatch's Brigetta in that he can provide additional armor and healing, while being able to soak up a good deal of damage. The battle mechanics are really where the game finds its footing, however. As the description says, the battles are turn-based and card-based. Now, when this was initially announced during a Nintendo Direct, I was concerned. Recently, card-based games where you can collect and craft cards have seemed like money pits, pay-to-win freemium games. Hearthstone, for example, while a joy to play and really well done, it's pretty difficult to be competitive without spending a lot of money or playing literally every day just to complete quests. So I was worried this would be similar. Would we be buying individual cards, blind card packs, purchasing some kind of dust or in-game currency to craft cards with? Actually, no, we don't do any of that, not one bit. There aren't any microtransactions to date. I was shocked, but in the best way possible. So how does the card battle system work? It's actually pretty interesting and fairly intuitive. You see, at the beginning of a battle, you draw cards. Cards are associated with a specific hero, meaning Amerly has her own cards and Copernica has her own cards. Strike and upgrade cards build up steam pressure, or SP. Steam pressure is required for skill cards. For example, if you go to the website and look at one of the videos in this review, it shows you a single turn using a skill card. First, I go and play a strike card. But alone, this does not give me enough SP to play my skill card, Brave Buster, which requires two SP. So I play a second strike card, which then adds enough SP for me to play my skill card. You get to play three cards per turn, and eventually you can chain cards together. If you play all three from a single hero, which is in the second video in the review, I use three cards from Amerly. This chaining action adds a fourth card that has an effect, in the case of this example, dealing even more damage to my opponent. But what this chained card is will vary based on the hero. Copernica, for example, provides mana shields to the entire team if you can chain cards together for her. As noted before, you will earn new cards throughout the game as you come across treasure chests and level up. Additionally, you can craft your own cards for heroes. Crafting cards is fairly simple and is done from the merchant. Shaded cards are a card type that you could craft, but you haven't done so yet. Each card requires specific resources in order to craft it, and these vary by card. Two Victory, for example, requires 250 gold pieces, five lustrous fibers, and 10 smoldering ember. In the image shown in the review, you can see that I don't have enough lustrous fiber, so I'm not able to craft this card yet. I cannot purchase lustrous fiber, I have to earn it in battle or finding it out in the world. The story brings our heroes across many different villains, ranging from fairly basic characters to those with unique and complicated movesets, including boss-level characters like Captain Canary. Battles range as far as the number of opponents you'll confront, but the number of heroes you bring into battle will depend on how many are in your party, and how many are still conscious. Tomba, for example, are essentially bomb beetles. 
While they don't appear to do very much early on, they pack a very serious and deadly punch once they build up enough SP. Confronting these little steam bots changed my whole strategy going into battle. I did not confront them until chapter 4, and this caused me to go back and craft brand new cards and change up my decks for each hero specifically to beat these steam bots. Of course, you come across NPCs in the world as the story continues, but I think that's all I really want to reveal at this time. Overall, SteamWorld Quest is a solid and pleasantly surprising addition to the universe. The card battle system is unique and compelling, challenging and interesting. The characters are a bit corny, but that's clearly done on purpose. The art is again unique. It's lively and joyful, bright and appealing hour after hour. The music is equally bouncy and fun, never feeling repetitive even though I know it does repeat. The cheesy characters and story might not be for you, but it hits me strong, and I find it a bright spot to my day when I'm playing. While I do prefer the platformer genre of SteamWorld Dig 1 and 2, SteamWorld Quest has increased my interest in turn-based RPGs, and I think that in itself is a very big positive. If you've enjoyed the previous games in the SteamWorld series, especially SteamWorld Heist, I would definitely recommend this new entry in the franchise. If you're looking for a new indie game and enjoy RPGs with turn-based battle systems, I would also recommend SteamWorld Quest due to the unique nature of the card battles. SteamWorld Quest releases April 25th, 2019 on Nintendo Switch with no other platforms currently announced. It will retail in the eShop for $24.99 USD. You can find additional information on the game through Image and Form Games' official website imageform.se slash game slash steamworld dash quest or check out the full version of this review at heroespodcasts.com where I have inserted screenshots and videos. Please consider following us at Heroes Podcasts on Facebook and Twitter. This game was played 100% in handheld mode on Nintendo Switch but it does support TV mode and a review copy of the game was provided by Image Inform Games. You can follow me, Derek, on Twitter and Facebook at the Star Trek Dude to talk to me more about this game or any other game. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.